Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. This is the live call-in show for this past Sunday night, January 22nd, 2023. Scotty G joins me, and we take your calls over the next hour, and we talk about the news of the week. Of course, the big news from the day we recorded was this was the last day for Splash Mountain at the Magic Kingdom in Frontierland, so we talk about the history of this attraction, you know, our personal history and our thoughts on the big change and what we would have done would we have hopped in line for this attraction with a 230 minute wait time as it was while we recorded the show. And, you know, do you have to be somebody who didn't like the old splash mountain or, you know, you, you really love the new splash mountain? Could you be both? And we, we have that discussion today with many of our listeners who called in. We had lots of listeners who called in who were there this weekend for a last splash ride. We also get some uh, boots on the ground reports from festival of the arts, what not to miss some great snack options for if you're down there, uh, thoughts on getting your figment popcorn bucket. If you're going to, to the Festival of the Arts, uh, they do sell out each day, so make sure you know that. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and we could not do this without you, really, truly. And our patrons also get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the VOGP Open Line for Sunday night, January 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents, of course, over at the Magic for Less Travel, where we've been working hard all weekend, booking great vacations for our guests, sending them to Disneyland, Walt Disney World on Disney cruises all over the seven seas. And, uh, you know, even though Adventures by Disney is closed on the weekends, doing a little behind the scenes stuff for guests with that as well. Always a fun thing. And thank you so much for your support uh, over at the Magic for Less. Don't say that enough. I appreciate that very, very much. So we're going to be uh, here for the next hour. And if you're listening on Thursday, hope you're having a great week. We've almost made it to another weekend. But if you're listening live, we haven't even started. So, uh, you know, just two different perspectives here. That's what podcasting is. So today we're going to be taking your calls for the next hour. Having fun. We got a lot to talk about in the Disney community. So joining me for the fun conversation. Glad to have him back with us this week. We have Scotty G from up in the mitten. What's up, Scott? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, Mike. Had the dust off some of the rust here. You know, it's been like four Sundays since I've been on because uh, we had the holidays and we had the marathon. Then you know, I went out of town last weekend for the long holiday weekend for me. So good to be back. Um, I had to remember how to plug in the microphone and all that, but I think I'm going to get the hang of it by the end of the show. So thanks for having me again. And the thing is, like on the on the big shows, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do have kind of the OG crew of Ricky and Pam for the last week or two because everybody's back. But, uh, you know, your return to that show is imminent because uh, Ricky's going to be having a baby here soon. I mean, I, I, I can't remember exactly what her due date is, but... Sometime in March, so we still have uh, yeah. a few weeks. But. Exactly, but I mean, you know, who knows? You, you who knows? You know. There could be some bed rest that comes along with it. Right, right? you never know. <laughs> right, you know, you always say like, you know, uh, you want to make God laugh, and make plans, you know, or something like, you know, there's like a saying like that. So, could happen. So, like, I love that you're waiting there. And plus, Pam told me. Now, she did. Here's what she told me. 
Because Pam, she this is probably true. She said she plans on being at Walt Disney World for the entire month of February. Yeah. So she said she told me she's going to be gone the entire month of February. Right. I think some of that's on a cruise, but right. Right. I think they're going to be gone. I'm hoping to get a meal with her in, at some point in February as well, because it's been a while. But yeah, I think she's going to be gone the entire month. I mean, how baller of a move is that, though? Like when she said that, I was like, she has casually said that, like, I'll, I'll be gone for the entire month of February. I'm like, you're living my dream, Pam. What's even better is like, I'm pretty sure Steve is part of that as well. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's totally. going gonna to be putting some remote hours in uh, that month. So, well, plus, here's, Steve. here's the thing like, okay, you're from Michigan. I'm from Missouri. She's from Pittsburgh, right? What a month to be gone from. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, I mean, month. she's not like July or, you know, like uh, April, you know, like ah, February, one of the worst months ever, yeah. you know, up north. I'm just going to be gone for that entire month. Yeah. Just I'm going to say, I know we have some friends with February birthdays. Love you guys. That's awesome. You have February birthdays, but there's a reason February is 28 days in the shortest <laughs> month. I'm, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Only good thing is uh, spring training. So yeah, no, but uh, she's going to be, you know, she says she's taking her uh, podcasting gear with her, but we know how that is. You get down to Walt Disney world, you get busy and, and things like that. So last we'll be... thing you want to do is podcast. You I know I, you and I, even we did it over marathon. We're going we to interview everyone and do these voice memos. I know and then you're we just didn't. having so much fun. Like we've talked to so many people. We interact with so many people. We're like, Oh dang, we could have gotten out the microphones. Yeah. Like, I know we got to do better at that too. We will. So, okay. So we're going to be taking your calls over the next hour. 407-413-9395. Got so many great calls last week. So thanks to everybody who did call and please do call. Oh, us I'm not here to get the good calls. Well, I mean, I had to yeah, beg, you know, cause you weren't here. It was going to be me talking to myself for an hour or Riley or, you know, whoever was here in the, in the room. So uh, everybody bailed me out and they were very kind to do that. But uh, tonight I thought we'd kind of hit some of the big news. Of course today, Splash Mountain last day, the last splash in frontier land at the magic kingdom. And uh, the crowds built quick. <laughs> Of course, I'm watching this on social media because, you know, it's kind of a historic day to watch. You know, and, and here's my real quick hot take on this. Not even a hot take. You know, here's the thing. Do I love Splash Mountain? Yes, because like, I mean, I kind of that was like the ride that was in Frontierland. Like I remember when Paige was little, right? She's 26 now. I remember, you know, coaxing her to go down that big hill. You know, it's like it's a part of our Disney history. You know, Splash Mountain. I don't think you have to be a bad person if you like Splash Mountain are going to miss it. But I'm also excited for the future. Like things change. Everything changes. Everything gets updated. Like, I don't think you have to be like it. When you go on Twitter today, it's like, it's like you have to pick a side. You know, that, that bothers me. That you shouldn't have to pick sides. You shouldn't have so to. Like, I like the old one and I'm yeah. excited for the new, you know, yes. right? I mean, is because is I don't see a lot of that happening today on social media. Th thank you so much, Mike. This is why we get along so well. So like, I think it's well documented and well known that Splash Mountain is my favorite attraction at Magic Kingdom. One of my all time favorite attractions at any Disney park. I absolutely love it, but you know what? I'm not mad about it. I want to, I want change. I want to see some new things, you know, and the, and the ride is essentially going to be the same. I mean, they're I not going like. to change the channel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The exactly. boats are going to go in the same spot. I'm sure. Yeah. The track is going to be the same. Yeah. We're just going to retheme it with some princess and the frog, which is one of the greatest movies ever. Um, I know it's relatively newish still like what, 15 years, but I, I call it a classic. It's amazing. And what I just, what I'm worried about, Mike, this is the one thing I'm worried about. Like, don't go like frozen ever after on it, you know, right? Like really do some good stuff right. with the animatronics and like keep it themed well. Like that's what I'm worried about. Like don't go cheap on it. Like that that would be doing Splash Mountain harm, you know? Just just do a really good job, theme it up. It's going to be awesome. And honestly, like the last few, I didn't even write it in 2022. And it's my favorite attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I wrote it at Disneyland, but I didn't write it at the World because you know why? Like 
the effects like hardly ever work these days. You know what I mean? Like I love it when the like water like shoots across like overhead and like I haven't seen that work in ages, it seems like, you know. So it felt like whether it was gonna be like a refurbish for Tiana, it was gonna have to go through a long overhaul because it just hasn't worked in a while. So very excited about it. Bummed that I didn't ride it one last time this weekend or whatever, but not really because I'm so excited for the future and what it holds for Slash Mom. Same, but you know, I like seeing though today because like the wave of people, it, it rope dropped this morning heading back that way. And I saw somebody tweet like there was a random family from like Chicago that are like, you know, is there something going on special today? Like, why yeah. is it always like this? Like they got caught up in the wave. Like, so like, I had something. to do that. So my <laughs> boss is down there for their first family trip ever. And I've been helping her plan a lot of it, you know? And I, I shot her a message yesterday. I'm like, just to let you know, like <laughs> the park is going to be filled with what the, what they call bloggers and bloggers and social media people. And so the crowd might, the, the park might feel crowded, but they're really going to be like in one area right. most of the day. And then, like, we're tied up, we're synced on, um, you know, my just experience so I can help her get photos and such. Like, they did it. I saw I, I saw a photo of them, and I was actually kind of jealous. Like, dang, they actually got on. That's last awesome. day ride. Nice. Their first time and their last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, a lot of people with Harmonious over the past little bit. But, yeah, it's great. It, 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 you know, it's one of those things. Like, it, it, the thing is, too, it, it's a... It, it's a, it's a make sense conversion. If you look at it, it from my perspective, because, you know, Splash Mountain's kind of, kind of like a deep South kind of theme as it was built, you know, in, in the late eighties or whenever it came online in the nineties, I think, you know, and, and, you know, New Orleans is where Tiana, you know, it's deep South and the music is, the music is killer in princess and the frog. It's probably the best oh, part of the movie. In my dude, opinion, is so that, that, that yeah, Dixieland kind of like uh, riverboat music. So yeah, I mean, yes. everybody be singing when you come off. I think, I mean, splash mountain had good music too, but I mean, this is even better. It's, I just think you, you don't have to pick more, a bigger audience too, I think. But the one thing, and I want everyone that's watching this tonight live and everyone that's listening on Thursday after this episode is done, or even pause it right now, if you're listening on Thursday is YouTube, the splash mountain rap. From, oh. from Disneyland. That is yes. one of the greatest commercials of all time. The Splash Mountain rap. I love it. I watch it almost every week at least once because it just puts a smile on my face. I think we need to do something. <laughs> I hope there's like a like a spinoff of that somehow when like the Tiana redo comes on. You know, like a, the, the Tiana rap. Yes. That would be amazing. Yes. I love that so much. I agree. I mean, that was a sign of the times though when Splash Mountain came on yes. live like – there was a lot of that stuff in the it has the construction programs. workers with their shovels oh, yeah. and the dancing. That was if you haven't seen it, you have to do yourself a favor and see it. It's the best thing ever. I, I think it might have been one of the village people. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> it might have been. Could have been. Who knows? And like the sweater, like we just did the the run Disney race, you know, the 30th anniversary, and like the colors, you know, that was themed to that race. Like everyone was wearing colors like that in this commercial. The main guy's got this crazy like Mickey sweater that's all pink and yellow and like oh my gosh it's the best thing. Uh, oh, that's awesome! So yeah, Jeff was there and I watched. I was talking to him on social media. I know he got his press penny. I saw that the the line for the press penny machine at Splash Mountain like they were having to reload that sucker because everybody. Yeah, I mean it's a souvenir. I get it. it's a piece of Disney yeah. history. I'm just. Yeah, I, 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 I just wish the, like the crazy. gift shop would have been opened in the last year so I could actually buy <laughs> exactly. merchandise. You know, because I. I I do. I, I said like it was my favorite attraction. I absolutely love it. It's just a bummer. I don't have like a plush or anything. You know? Yeah, but it's okay. I have the memories, and that's the most important. That's it. I got the memories, the picture stuff like that. Okay, another thing that's happening too this week, and we can talk about again. We'll take your calls in a second. I'm excited when I saw this. Of course, two things coming back to the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom's almost back to 100% pre-pandemic. You know, experiences. The aerial meet and greets coming back, which is very cool. Um, you know that. 
that's I love super that I have so many great photos of that and great memories with our families even like like you, the the Romans and gardeners like just like s- surrounded by Ariel yes. is one of my favorite photos that we have and like we're color coded needed too which is weird but. it was it, but then the, the one I'm super excited for because it, it really kind of sat there just sadly in the middle of new fantasy land was enchanted tales with bell it just that cottage just sat there and it almost like it was like a prop for two years you know just you know, if you were somebody that didn't know, you're probably like, well, what, what is that? Like, what, is that just like a, you know, like a fake building? And the thing is about that, it, we kind of talked about this in the pre-show before we went live, but I think this is one of the most underrated experiences anywhere on property because of the technology, because of how it's a hybrid experience. You know, it is a, it, it's a semi meet and greet. It's a show. Um, you and I, we, we joked because we're always picked as, as a night, you know, we're, it's participatory. I mean, like you said, we don't know what the show looks like unless you're standing there holding the I've the never shield. seen the view from the office. <laughs> exactly. I've always been a knight of armor. Yeah, you're always about the wardrobe. Yeah, and I've done this a lot. Exactly. But, it, you know, and it, you know, everybody has a good time with that. We always enjoyed being in the show and our kids, like, you know, when they're little, they got a kick out of that. And, you know, you got a little, I think they got like little trading cards at the end from Bell, you know, yeah. like an autograph. It, it was just such a neat thing. And you got to go through the magic mirror and everything. Got to go in Maurice's cottage. Mrs. It, Potts, like how they how they like interact with you when they decide who's going to be in the show too, and like, and it is like, it is a full character meeting because at the end, like, even if you weren't in the show, everyone gets an opportunity if they want to to take a photo with Belle. There's like a photo pass person in there, so it's a cool way. Instead of like waiting 45 minutes in a line to do like a princess meet and greet, like you can do the interactive show and still get the the meet and greet, which I think is a win. Like it's it's just an awesome attraction. I love it. Okay, this is it. I'm throwing up a I'm throwing up a poll on Twitter because Wade has also always been a knight as well. I think if you so look, what in, happens if you, me, and Wade are in line? There's only two knights. Exactly. All of a sudden, this is going to be all knights. We need to experiment and see which two of us gets picked and who walks so in the true. peanut gallery. Oh, that's so funny. I'll have to do that. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, but I'm glad that's back because I think that's one of those things that you know that is truly a Disney experience. That's one of those things I think when you go home. More than a ride even on Splash Mountain or Space Mountain or Big Thunder or, you know, what have you. The TTA, when you go home, you, you're more likely to talk about, you know, especially little kids. You'll be like, remember we walked through the Magic Mirror like we were looking at it and all of a sudden we just walked right through it. And boom, the wardrobe came alive and Lumiere talked to us and, you know, Belle came out and, you know, gave us an honor. I mean, all this was on one attraction. You know, it was it's multi steps. It's almost like a mini rise of the resistance. If you think about it, I mean, way in a, in a very small package, but it goes like, it's not just one thing. It's multiple yeah. steps through an experience. And the best part is if your child is chosen to be the beast, they get to dance with bell. Like, <laughs> like, get your camcorder totally. out. I mean, that is like the coolest moment ever. Like they play beauty and the beast and your child is dancing with a princess that it's unbelievable. Okay. So good, Mike. Couple of things. So we got the uh, dates for Flower and Garden. Can't believe we're talking about Flower and Garden already, but I mean it is you know mid January. So uh, 2023 Epcot Flower and Garden Festival starts on March 1st and goes through the 5th of July. So hey, here's the deal, folks. Going on the BR Guest Podcast yes. cruise. If you're going down pre-cruise, which you should be, that we don't miss the boat. Literally. You can swing by Epcot and go to the Flower and Garden Festivals. It's wrapping up. See, the good part about this is Epcot looks the most beautiful of the year during Flower and Garden and lots of extra snacks. I know you're a fan of Flower and Garden yourself. It's my favorite festival. Um, um, I mean, I love arts. I love the the wine, the food and wine and the Christmas one, but there's something, the Hollywood one, there's something about 
flower and garden and you just hit it it's the most gorgeous it's ever looks now i was saying like why can't they just do this 100 percent of the time you know with like the flower beds and everything like <laughs> yeah. it looks so good and i do have like a you know a tie to it because our first trip was like early march and it was happening on our first trip so it always takes me back to like those first trip memories but you know what gets me mike is like princess race weekend like burns me every year because they don't need a festival during princess weekend like it's the cutoff for the arts festival know, is totally, right before I, princess starts. Right. And, they, then, they mess and then barn garden yeah. starts right after. Yep. Like I miss it because of princess weekend every year. Sometimes we'll see some topiaries while, while it's being set up over princess, but that means I got to make another trip somewhere in April or May. They yep. kill me with that. Yeah, I'm just excited. Cause I love festival of the arts, but I never get down because of marathon. Right. Because again, if you're running the races, you know, marathon in princess, you tend to miss festival of the arts and every flower and garden. Because <laughs> they, they were like, we don't need a festival. All the runners are coming then. But uh, I, I'm going down for some work stuff with the Magic for Less. I get like three days. And uh, yeah, I'm excited that I get. I, I, I'm i a dork, but I love this. I, my favorite thing is the, side, the sidewalk chalk stuff on the ground. I like I that, that. And the snacks. I, you know, I love the Broadway. Perform- like live performances is so good. Like I love like the Broadway shows they do in the theater. And then, like sometimes you get lucky, you can see the sidewalk chart chalk in action, which is right. That's even more incredible. Yeah, yeah. So I almost hope it rains or something the day before. Like they got, I, I mean, it's mean, you know, because these people, those things are like works of art that should be hanging in a, in a you know, gallery somewhere. But it's like, I kind of hope it rains. Yeah. So they got to start over so I could watch yeah. the the progression, you know, over a day or two. Yeah, it's I'm a great right festival. Out. I usually come back with a piece of art, as you know. I love like mm-hmm. hanging out resort art or any type of Disney art in the house. So. We usually come back with a piece, um, which is always nice. Hopefully, like we try to get it signed by an artist too, which is even cooler. Like when you actually interact with the artist and they can personalize it, you know. But uh, dang, Mike, now I feel like I need to go down in early February too and come come hang out with you, dude. I'm at Riverside, uh, the sixth to the ninth. Come on, I'm only there for it's a few days. It's Monday yeah. to Thursday, I think. Anyway, so uh, we'll talk. Uh, so um, one other thing I want to talk about: there's a couple of new other news stories. We'll just uh, call it after this one because I think this is pretty cool. So you know that. Um, Disney Cruise Line celebrating the silver anniversary at sea with a lot of sailings this summer. Our podcast cruise is one of the sailings that we're celebrating with Disney Cruise Line on. And they announced that there's going to be a new fireworks show on our sailing, most of the sailings for the summer. And here's the coolest thing, because I know we're excited because we're Castaway Club members and we've been on many cruises and we tend to get the same gifts, you know, like I'm platinum. So I've, I've sailed, you know, maybe 20 cruises. So I've got a lot of <laughs> I got a lot of like bags, tote like, bags, yeah, tote, and tote bags, later the store. And, yeah. yeah, a ton of those. But they told you, you were just mentioning you like art, uh, framed piece of artwork and, uh, looks pretty cool. Cause I, again, I have a place to hang something. So I was like, Ooh, the one thing is though, it's going to be a little challenging, like, right? You're giving everybody a piece of artwork and people got to get on an airplane to go home. A little challenging. I think it's like a 11 by 14. It's not huge, but I like it. Like what a great memory to remember your cruise by. And I'm excited yeah. that they're recognizing Castaway Club members. I love it. Um, anytime they could switch it up. Like I wish they would almost do like something new every year. For, right. Like, Same. Cause most, not, not every Castaway Club member cruises every year, but like if they could switch it up every couple of years with the gifts, that'd be so awesome. So I like it. And I'm so excited for a new fireworks show. Like get out. That's so awesome. Right. I'm excited too. Okay. So, Let's get to the phone lines. It's 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. Give us a call. We can talk about this or anything that you want to talk about. I will say, um, I'm planning this Friday when we talk with Ricky and Pam to have the topic of the show be 
a deep review of Coronado Springs. So if you have any tips or hidden uh, thoughts on Coronado Springs, let us know because that way we can uh, include those in our conversation on Friday. Well, yeah, it is. Okay, we have our first call tonight. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike, it's Chris from New Jersey. Hey, Chris, what's going on? Say hey to Scott. What's going on, Scott? Hey, good to hear from you, Chris. So I actually just got back. Um, I did the last flash trip, the two-day trip, solo trip. Um, Really awesome time. A lot cramped in the two days. Um, You know, actually landed this morning at like 8.30, so still a little groggy, but overall, great trip. So give, give us the highlights. I mean, obviously, you, you got to do Splash. I know you're focused on Festival of the Arts, getting some time over at Epcot. So uh, some highlights. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it was the first time over at the All-Star Resort. Um, and you know I had some concerns going into it. Um, that turned out to be awesome. Um, there was a little issue with the room when I first got in, but they kind of ironed it out so the, the next day. I mean, it was a minor thing. You know, they put me in a handicap accessible room. So the bathroom just wasn't what I was expecting. Right? I'm looking at the pictures of, of the renovated rooms, and then I got into that. It was just a little disappointing. But um, anyway, they ended up getting right away in a, in a new room the next day. So that all worked out. Um, I did get to ride Splash Mountain one last time on Saturday. Um, I went back to Magic Kingdom to try and get on again. And I actually had to get a bathroom off the ride. Um, so that was pretty cool, actually. Um, you know, again, if, if I hadn't gotten on the day before, I would have been annoyed. But, um, you know, it was actually pretty sharp to kind of see behind the scenes and, and get walked off uh, with everybody. So That's that pretty, was pretty interesting. For sure. <laughs> that is pretty cool. A little behind the scenes on the last, uh, last opportunity there for quite a while. That's sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was pretty cool. I mean, they, they walk you through some of the show scenes and, you know, you got to go inside that mountain and, then, you know, it's all completely unfinished in there. So, um, pretty sharp to see it, you know, uh, you know, from, from inside the thing. Um, Festival of the Arts, that was amazing as well. Um, that was the only festival we, you know, I haven't done. Um, so that ended up being really good. I mean, all the food was amazing. I will say Friday much better than Saturday. Saturday was insane. Um, all of the lines were out of the switchbacks and kind of wrapping around various areas uh, just to get food and stuff. So um, I skipped it on, on Saturday, um, but, you know, Friday, put a lot of the food loose and they could have rolled me out of there uh, by the end of it. So it was a good time. I, I'm lucky because I'm going on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, so rock on because that way the locals oh, hopefully yeah. everyone's got a job and they'll be doing their job while I'm playing. So what was the what was the one best snack that you found? Because because I'm gonna have limited time, so I need to be like like on yeah. point here. I can't mess around. Uh, so the deconstructed BLT. So that was uh, basically <laughs> pork belly, poached egg. There was some kind of like. Uh, jelly jam some kind of situation on the side there but that was amazing that was definitely one you cannot miss um you know had a lot of other good things as well um but that was definitely uh, the star of the show for me when i see that because i've seen pictures of those decon there's a lot of deconstructed things at this festival like snacks yeah it, it reminds me back in the day when mcdonald's because i'm old right mcdonald's used to have that burger that was like <laughs> the lettuce and stuff was on one side this is back when they used to serve it in styrofoam 
Like the you know all the cold stuff was on the one half and the burger was on the other and like then you had to put it together you know so everything was fresh. It's like you got to do work. Yeah. Like I guess it's art. I don't know, but like okay, <laughs> everything's yeah, deconstructed. I, I was just kind of taking a piece of each thing and mixing it together. It's a great. So I, I went with it. Yeah, around here we don't yeah. do that, but I mean it's fancy, so it's art. You know, I'll go with it. No, it sounds good. I'll give it a shot. I, I do love a good BLT. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and like I said, there's there's plenty of other things. I did get the, uh, you know, after all the the uh, uproar last year, I did get the uh, figment and popcorn bucket. Um, pretty easy process, you know. You just set it, select a, a check in and and pop by, and you just walk in. Takes two seconds, um, and I was out of there. So I was actually in Magic Kingdom uh, when I did the mobile work for it. Um, so you could select the window, you know, obviously after park hopping and just pop over there and go grab it. So that was pretty cool as well. Um, that whole area had some good food too. It's all kind of dessert focused stuff. Um, but I, I got like a fruit pizza. That, that was amazing. Basically just a slice of watermelon had some fruit on top. Um, <laughs> pretty good though. Um, but yeah, overall great trip. Um, the one thing I would say about the Rangers, by the way, really that I won't buy was in the Mighty Duck building. Um, ended up just utilizing the all-star music bus. Um, I told you I played like bus, uh, you know, bus roulette basically. Whenever bus came up, I was kind of going to. So for this one, whichever of the three resorts came up, um, I would just jump on if I was going back to the hotel. All-star music happened to be, you know, that, that bus got tripped next to, um, you know, the Mighty Duck building. So I would just pop right over there. It's so easy. Even in the morning, you know, when I was going to the park, it was just so much closer. So definitely great tip. pro tip for, for anybody staying at the All-Stars. You know, for, uh, That's a great tip. I do the same for Pop and Art of Animation. It's whichever one. And a lot, a lot of times Art of Animation will have that, like, stretchy bus, you know, so I'll yeah. stop down there and just walk across, you know. What's another, yeah, you know, 100, 500 100. steps in the you know course of a week? I'd rather just get back 20 minutes early. Well, sounds yeah. like you had a good trip, that man. Was, that uh, sounds fun. That was another thing. I mean, you know, I, I told you I might do the, the four pulps in one day. I ended up doing three pulps, uh, you know, on Saturday. So not the full thing, and I, and I was I was kind of beat by the end of it. And we also had, you know, the Giants fan. So unfortunately for me, uh, I watched the Giants-Eagles game at, uh, you know, Ricks in uh, Coronado Springs, and there happened to be a large party of Eagles fans. <laughs> kind of hovering behind me. That was pretty good. They sung um, you know, their, their fight song basically after every touchdown. Yeah, um, I can imagine there's quite interested. a bit of fly, was, fly going on there. Oof. Oof. It, it was pretty <laughs> rough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I took my licks and I stayed for the whole game and, uh, you know, I did what it is. I hear you. No, yeah. if you, it's a risky take when you watch a, a playoff game in a public area, man. I've been there. <laughs> I've oh, been yeah. there. And you well, know what? Philly fans, man. I had a common. Philly fans, man. I knew I had a common. That day, like I said, was so crowded. I, I basically went from Hollywood Studios that day, popped over to Epcot just so I could take the monorail over the Magic Kingdom and try and dance flash one more time. Um, and during that walk around World Showcase, it was just, you know, everybody's wearing their jerseys. And there was Kansas City fans, there was all the Jaguars fans, but the most they were seeing was people in Eagles jerseys. So I kind of knew I was in for coming out in the public, public space. Um, but, you know, 
excited. Go for it. It's my Jones jersey on, and I got heckled quite a bit. But uh, that's you know, part it of is it. Is it, is, it, it totally is what it is. You know, hey, the best uh, fandom. I still say the best fandom of Walt Disney World's LSU fans. There's nothing like there's nothing like oh, LSU yeah. fans. Man, they're everywhere. It, well, especially during Mardi Gras, they're everywhere. Which is yeah, with princesses kind of, this year, so you got to see a lot oh, of it. God, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, totally. And Joe Burrow now? Oh, look out. <laughs> if they win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Look out. Yeah. Well, Chris, yeah, sounds like you had a good trip. We have a, we have a bunch of folks on the board, but uh, thanks for the quick mini uh, trip report. It was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to jump on. Happy All right, take care. Time. Next season, go eat, uh, go uh, Giants. I'm going to say yeah. Eagles. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, I almost did it to you again. Go All right, Giants. see you, buddy. All right, bye. Oh, man, I just gave him a go, uh, go Eagles. That was bad. <laughs> You're so mean. I am so mean. Because I was thinking about Jalen Hurts, and uh, he yeah, he had a big game. All right, let's get to the next uh, call here. I believe it is uh, Jeff, who is down at – I think he's still at Walt Disney World right now. Jeff, what's going on? No, I'm back home. I was, I was in Disney for less than 24 hours. Oh, man, you were there, and you're uh, already back home. Good deal. So uh, give us the highlight of being at Splash Mountain today. Let's see. The road trip was amazing. Uh, I actually met a family from Louisiana. It was their first trip. Actually, actually rode it with them and then actually gave them the uh, photo for past downloads so they didn't have to pay for it. Good deal. Were they LSU fans? They were. They had over <laughs> LSU countries. See, it proves my point. They're everywhere. <laughs> um. Thankfully, I didn't have to wait too long. But like my, my mom, she didn't write it. She was taking pictures. People were just literally setting up all of the Splash Mountain plushes in front of the drop on the bridge or on top of like the wall on the bridge. There were a couple people dressed as the characters. Some people were crying. Oh, I don't know if I'd cry. <laughs> That's all dramatic. <laughs> I mean, it's a ride. Come on, people. Now, well, this Carousel of Progress or Illumina- Illuminations, I, I, I think uh, Dr. Kai and I shed a tear together that night. That was kind of sad. And Katie and Jillian. We were all watching. Yeah. There were a bunch of our listeners watching the last Illuminations together. That one did hurt. That was, that was, a, little, that was a little rough. <laughs> I, I get Okay, yeah, if Splash Mountain was your thing, maybe you could cry. I shouldn't say that. I, I'm, I'm being mean. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, was, it was funny. It was, of course, it's the last day for Splash, and I wore my new Fiftieth Disney World hat, and I forgot to take it off and Splash Mountain took it back. No way! On the last day, you donated a hat on Splash. Yes, and it's no longer available in Shop Disney. I have to go to eBay or something to buy another one. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. <laughs> hey, you might no, but- you might be able to say though you gave the last hat on Splash Mountain. It could be. I would I would go with that. You know, nobody's really gonna. There's no way to confirm that. Well, I would say I gave the last well, hat on. I, well, 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 I, I can't because I was live singing my last ride on Twitch, and the family I was with, the dad in the front row, you could see his hat fly off on the other <laughs> things up. No way. Oh, bad luck. Yeah, it, it, if, I, if I was going to see the flash, I could have caught it because it hit me right below my hand. Right. Oh, well. I wonder if that'd be another. We talked about this. We we did a show a few weeks ago. Like, if you could ask one cast member one question, kind of like related, I'd love to know. Like, in the history since that ride opened, how many hats were lost on that ride? I, I would guess. Andre was the one that gets the most. Yeah. Like, that 
there's this one hill like I, every time I like ride it and I go into my photo, there's at least one person with their hat flying off. It's it's hilarious. But I bet Splash Mountain. Do you, I mean, do you think like in over the course of the ride, you think ten thousand hats? I mean, what what's that like? A, oh, exactly. a hat a day, probably, probably more than that. Ten thousand hats. Yeah, been, been no, ten thousand over the course of the oh, attraction oh, being open. Oh, okay. okay. Probably like probably like one a day. It's probably been open. I guess it would be like ten thousand days. I don't know. I'm not I'm not doing the math right now, but yeah. That's a lot of hats. Well it's it's been, it's been, open, it's been open it's been open almost thirty one years. Thirty one, yeah. So thirty yeah. Yeah, there's more than that then probably. Holy cow. Yeah. It's a racket. But, it's a Disney hat eating machine, so you gotta buy more hats. We're we we need to contact uh like inside edition or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't know if you saw, but I guess recently the people from Attractions magazine, they were riding Flesh Mountain and they just happened to be behind Imagineers testing the audio for the Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I didn't see that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, but it was, it was, it was a crazy 24 hours for the amount of I literally woke up yesterday, went to work, got Epcot, uh, for, for yesterday, got a Guardian, uh, uh, boarding group all at work, got off work, drove down, got on gardens around seven o'clock, did a couple hops around World Showcase, and worked this morning, did Splash Mountain, went to Gideon's and left. Man, that's crazy. I'm tired just hearing. I that. know, seriously. I'm glad I'm more tiring than running 26.2. No you. kidding. That's that's uh that's nuts. <laughs> At least I'm on vacation when I'm there. But, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's a little different. I'm only a two-hour drive away, so it's a little easier for me. <laughs> yeah, but that's like when I go to Mizzou. Like you know, I go there because it's about two hours away. Like I go there, sit down, watch a football game, drive home, and I'm tired. Like and I don't have to walk around a theme park. I sit there and park and watch Mizzou usually lose to some other SEC team, and you know, come home disappointed. I go on the way there. I'm always excited. We're gonna pull it upset. Come home reality. Like tough game. You know, think about it for two hours yeah. and come home sad. Yeah, life of Mizzou fan. But I, mean, I guess it just doesn't I mean, matter. I'm I'm Mizzou, not usually. Me and my mom were going to go on it, but then she was like, I kind of want to go to Italy for 10 days instead. So now we're going to Italy at the end of April for 10 days. Wow, that'll be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Man. Heavy, but, heavy, I'm going to let some other, I'm not, yeah, I'm not let some other guys get on here. All right, well, Jeff, hey, thanks for the update, and uh, glad you got that last ride and got to have that experience. And, uh Got the, you know, a little uh, Big Ten uh, happening out the uh, the LSU fans down there from the SEC. I like that uh, cooperation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you, buddy. You take care. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Bye. bye. Uh, why did I forget? It would, be, it would have been cool to, to, like, try to done the ride today. Like, that would have been kind of fun. Like, the atmosphere, I think, would be pretty fun. I agree. I agree. It would have been. Um, but here, here's a question I was going to ask you, though. Would you, because the posted wait time right now is 230 minutes. Would you wait 230 minutes? Like right now, like it is the last day. And so you're at the Magic Kingdom. If I'm there, I probably would. And, but my story is different because I go all the time. Like, so like, I don't care if I'm going to waste like three hours, three and a half hours waiting in a line. I mean, that's, that's a ton of time though. (laughs) Like, see, I I might do it if it was like you and I together, right? Because I'd have to have somebody there just to to, to hang out with. Like, if I was all myself. I wouldn't want to have to stand that that bad if you got like good company, right? Right. I mean, just like talking, like yeah, it's just the standing. Oh, dude, the stand. I know that's how that's how I know I'm getting old because I'm like, dude, can I stand that long? Like, I need a chair. 
I'll be sitting on the rails and stuff. Anyway, we have our next call. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike and Scott. Michael from Charlotte. Hey, Michael. Hey, How's Michael. it going down in Charlotte tonight? Man, it is a, it's been a, about a low 40s and rainy day. Um, that's kind of what we get in the wintertime. It doesn't get cold. It, it doesn't ever um, get cold enough and wet enough to snow regularly. So we're lucky if we get one. So typically this is a, this is a, a wintry day for us. Um, you know, just, just kind of nasty out. That, that is the worst, you know, cause I always tell cause my wife's a teacher and I was a teacher. Right. So we're always like, if it's going to be cold, it may as well snow. Like, cause snow's pretty snow. Sometimes exactly. gets you out of school, you know, and it's exciting, but you don't want it to be like, you know, 42 and raining. That's just, that, that's just miserable. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's kind of weather you guys get down there, but what can you do? <laughs> hey, so I was, um, I was catching up on some shows, uh, the, the last week or so and, um, love the, love the marathon recap. And I love the, um, the ask a cast member question. So I'm going to kind of combine the two and ask you guys a, a question. Or, well, what I would ask the, uh, a, a run Disney cast member, how many of those Bob's barricades do they put out? <laughs> for the the marathon i've wondered that myself (laughs) i I don't know if it's bob's barricade any longer it was the last time i ran but i think maybe last time we were there we saw a different name on them or something Uh, yeah i don't think it is bob's anymore but it was bob's for years Um, it was because people would dress up as like bob's barricade those are some of my favorite on disney costumes Scott, take a step. Okay, let's just talk cones. Okay, the, the cones. You know, the, the traditional big, probably two and a half, three foot tall cones. I mean, how many are just on like... Cone Alley. Well, I wasn't even thinking Cone Alley. I was just thinking like up to the contemporary there. Like That too. There's so many right there. I'm yeah. Like, I, I, because the thing is, like, I, a, and, unless you run right a race... Each other. There is no space in between those. That's exactly um, what I was going to say. The bases of them. People probably think if you don't run a race, like in, in the real world, when you put out cones, there's probably like five feet between every cone, right? Not during a race. Those things are butted up against each other yeah. for as far as you can see. It, God, yeah. I, I don't 5, know. 5,000 cones? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there might be, be more, more than that. Yeah. I'd like That's to see him question. laying. I, mean, I, I want to know, know that. I do too. So now, I'll, now I'll be laying in bed tonight. Like, okay, I'm trying to figure out the math on this. I think for my next race, <laughs> I'm just going to count cones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you going so slow? Because I'm counting. And just about come up to you, like you know, at mile 22, like, oh man, I was at 4,722. Just, just count the cones for oh, yeah. like a certain stride, and then you just know how many strides did I do. Multiply that by how many cones at the end. I don't know. Well, yeah, because it's inconsistent. Well, you could probably get, you could maybe get a like a, a a maximum number if you just. And I know they don't have them every mile of the course, like right. every every inch of the course. But I guess parts. if you you figure out, I don't know, what is one of the bases about a foot, two feet, whatever it is, and then just figure out the math on the you know twenty six point two. Yeah, where you not that many things, but I guess that gives you the high end. This would be a, you know what? If I was still teaching my gifted class, this would be my my problem of the day. This would totally. This is the kind of stuff I used to do with my kids, but the, the problem was I I'd have a hard time coming up with like an accurate answer. Like we'd spent, you know, I'd have to throw out my whole math lesson that day because because there'd be so many variables. I'd be like, well, okay, here. But then you know they'd be like, was there cones for the whole twenty six two point you know miles? I'm like, no, because when you go through the Magic Kingdom, there's not cones, you know. 
So, so then we'd have to, okay, we got to figure out, okay, how many miles are you in a theme park? Okay, so let's subtract that. And this would end up, yeah, this would end up being something we'd be late for lunch and we'd start it like when the kids came in. But I would stick with this. I bet you 5,000 on the low side, though. It probably is. But Michael, I thought you were going to, I thought your question was going to be what my question was, which was how many articles of clothing do you pick up or collect on a, on a race day? You know, like, because there's so many throwaway clothes that happen. And I'm curious how much they collect. But I like your question better, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they and don't they used to kind of say that number, right? Or I mean, because they they pick them up and they wash them and then they right. donate them. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know the other equipment. I mean, think about like the the stuff that people don't mean to throw away that they just they lose on the course because they lose it. I see. Know, I saw Air AirPods dropped on this stop. last one. I'm like, you saw oh, AirPods? I did. How yeah. do you not? Okay, I've heard. Okay, I've heard this argument before. Okay, you brought. That's a good point, Scott. I've heard people say, I don't get AirPods because they're so easy to fall out of your ears while you're running, you wouldn't even know it. How would you not know you lost an AirPod? Like, all of a sudden, you would not hear what you're listening to. Like, I'm always listening to a podcast or something. If it falls out of my ear, guess what? You know, I'm no longer listening to my show. Hello. But the problem is there's so many people behind you, someone's going to step on it and crush it. Dude, I'm going to kill somebody if they step on my AirPod Pro. Those things are expensive. Sometimes you can't help it if it drops in front of you. I'll Lawrence Taylor somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cheap. I'm just saying there's so many people that would be tough. And it's going to be like bouncing around. (laughs) They do bounce. You're right. They're like rubber balls. (laughs) Because they drop from my ears all the time when I run. Like they, They do not stay in my I usually had to use like a bondy band just to keep them in place in my ears or else they fall off. No, I jam those suckers in, man. They, they I jam them in so far. I almost gag. <laughs> They're too expensive, man. I don't well, and I've it. seen it. I, I saw something. You, you guys will appreciate this. Um, they, there's some, I guess, probably more than one product where you can now put like um, uh, strings around or whatever, like, you could attach your AirPods to strings so they, if they do fall out, and then it's just funny because it, it just that's where we were like a few years ago with yeah. with wired headphones. I've seen that. Yeah, it just falls kind of on your neck, and they kind of hang on your neck like a towel. Yeah, I've seen that. Jennifer, who's here in St. Louis with me, she said she saw an AirPod in her corral. Come on, people. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Mike. Like in my photos in the full, I wore the wired ones because I didn't. I cannot. Yeah afford to lose my headphones on a, you know, on a full marathon day. You're out there a long time. Plus I don't want them to die. So I, I always wear wired ones on the full marathon. Well, here's how I knew it was going to be a long day. I took two sets of AirPods because I got a new, I got the new AirPod pros too, because the battery was dying out of my old ones. Cause I use them every morning for like yeah. three hours. So and then I use them all day for calling Disney. So the battery was, you know, it doesn't last super long on my original pair. But so what I did was I charged both pair and I took my new pair and started with them. But I was like, I'm going to be out there so dang long that I'm going to probably need two pair of AirPods so that I could, you know, swap them out of like mile 18 or something. Yeah. Runner problems. Anyway, I can't believe people lost AirPods. Somebody lost an inhaler too. Uh, Jody's saying. I, yeah. I see stuff all the time. On oh. this, I didn't see any of this stuff. Well, I think you see a lot of sunglasses, right? I mean, and I, and I've almost lost sunglasses before where you like have them on your head when you start and then you take off your throwaway clothes and then uh, if you don't catch them. They're, you know, they're gone. You can't see them in, in the, in the dark. Right. Yeah. Hang on one second. I'm going to let my the worst part for me is over. when um, I have my headphones on, I mean, I have my, cause the, the races start so dark. So I have the headphones on my hat and then it's time to get them on. And like, they're so like 
like foggy or whatever. Like maybe it's like this, maybe it's the gooders I use. I don't know, but like they they're pointless basically because I can't see for the first couple of miles because it's so <laughs> foggy from like the the change in weather, you know. So, but yeah, I've never. Yeah. I don't now that I think about it, I don't know if I've ever lost anything during a race because you you pack so much stuff like especially for the full marathon, you know, I bring like energy, like snacks with me or whatever. I'll, I wear two watches. So I, I sometimes just put my magic band like in my pocket because I always want to buy like a margarita or a beer or something during the full marathon. And luckily, knock on wood, I don't think I've lost anything during the full marathon. I don't think I ever have either. Yeah, I, I've come close. Um, Mike, you're I, muted, I've man. come close a few times, but, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was able to recover. Yeah, I was just saying when I was muted. And, you know, know it, it's really it's it's just in the beginning of the race, right? I mean, if you once you get kind of spread out a little bit, it's probably not a big deal. But it's that probably that first you know three or four miles getting to the Magic Kingdom in the dark um, is where you know it's just kind of tough. That's true. I see. I thank God though. Uh, now, did you run? Were you running this year? Did you do the full marathon? I didn't. No, I haven't done. Um, the last, I did Dopey in, I'm looking at my medals, uh, 2015. I think that was the last, maybe 2016, um, was the last one I did. And then I had meniscus problems in both knees eventually and just kind of gave it up. Got smart. Got uh, super smart there. Uh, no, but here, so there was a guy with a headlamp, thank God, this year because Cone Alley there over by Grand, you know, before he hit Grand Floridian after he got the backside of the Magic Kingdom pitch dark this year i mean dark dark there were no lights and it was so bad people were taking out their cell phones and using their flashlights and you know i'm real tight on my energy so like i was just drafting a guy with his uh with his you know phone out and his light and then i got drafted another guy with his headlamp because i didn't have one and uh craziness yeah because i don't bring much like scott you know the only thing i bring is my head i i bring my airpods that's it in my phone I don't have anything else. I throw it's my. It's usually what I bring, unless if it's like a full marathon. I bring more. Like, I bring a big. I bring breakfast with me <laughs> when I do. Like the first seven to eight miles, I was like holding like a bagel and like peanut butter the whole race. Like my photos are kind of funny because I know I need to eat something. I'm burning like 4, 4,500 calories. I gotta get some food in me, so. I, I bring my breakfast and I hold it during the See, marathon. I eat that exact thing on the bus. I eat it, you know, before, before I get there. I've but I do it on the bus too, but then like, you know, that's 2.30 in the morning. Like, come that's 8 true. o'clock, I'm going to be hungry. That again. is true. That is true. That's a good point. So now, are you... Yeah, are you, and that's, you know, that's one thing. No matter how much you, you know, you always try to train for, for uh, when you're going to start. I mean, you just can't, you just can't simulate the, you're not going to get up. Most people aren't going to get up at 2 in the morning and then eat at 4 and then eat again at, you know, it's just... It's just a crapshoot whether you're going to feel great food-wise or not, and you just got to roll with it. Yeah, my my first marathon in 2015, you know, I was doing the exact training plan right. You know, I think we I think we started to get in trouble once we get a little confident. Once we've done a few marathons, that we just slack off, and you know, I ran into it this year with that because I just decided to do th- my things my own way. But uh, you know, I was following the plan to the to the letter in 2015 for my first marathon. It did me well when I got there. But I remember that last like long 21 mile run. Like I had um, peanut butter and jelly, those uncrustable things, like in the little pouches, the the mm-hmm. Smuckers things. I had those in my mailbox in, in my neighborhood. So I planned it so I'd come by like at mile, you know, like 10, you know, and I could 
pull into the mailbox, grab a Smuckers, eat it real quick, and then, you know, mile 18, get another Smuckers, and then it froze them so that they would be, you know, thawing out the whole time. It was it's strategically planned. Now I just, you know, I'm at God's mercy at this point. <laughs> like, out there, like, maybe I'll get a piece of chocolate. Maybe I'll get a, you know, energy shot. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't make it. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see what happens. I did that so many times with Elizabeth. I'm like, just track me at this time, two hours from now, and then just bring me some water because I don't want to hold a bottle of water the whole time. Right, you know? right, so. right. I'd hide it. Yeah, totally. Same thing. It's so funny. Yeah. Good memories, though. Good well, stuff. I'll get off. I, I just wanted to, uh, to to throw out the Bob Barricade question, and uh, I'll let some other folks call in. And uh, it's it. always good talking to you guys. Well, yeah, we need to start like a like a Disney sports book or something. The over unders on the uh, on these kind of questions, like Bob's Barricades at Run Disney twenty twenty three Marathon Weekend five thousands the number. Where are you going? And that's why I have to somebody have to get the number. Maybe we can ask Riley or <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't care. Do you think those guys care about me goes in there? But that'd be funny well, though. Maybe they can find out by Princess for us. That's true. That's true. I gotta if he interviews me, I'm gonna be like, dude, burning question. You asked about our podcast. Here's the question. How many cones? <laughs> <laughs> and please watch your stuff. And those are you know, those are the cones they put out for the races. And I mean, think about all the other thousands of cones and, and barricades that they have for like the construction. I mean, they always have. You see those things everywhere. Oh, no. I think they pick them up from the construction zones during the race, put them on the course, and then quickly, once we all finish, they put them back into the construction areas. All I know is that Bob is probably living well. Bob is rich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bob is loaded. He's not even doing the work either. You know? He's living I mean, he's inside. His team's doing it. Big orange mansion. <laughs> his house is the shape of a cone. He lives at the cozy cone hotel. Oh, so true. Hey, thanks for the, uh, the call, Michael. It's been, it's been so much fun talking in. Uh, don't be a stranger. Have a good week. Yeah, you too, guys. All right, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that's a great question, though. I wonder how many. <laughs> there, there's got to be. I mean, thousands and thousands. Because, yeah. you know, and, no kidding. Like, if you touch those things, like, you know, you they're heavy. Like, they're substantial. I bet you, I bet you every cone. Again, here we go. But I bet you every comes at least twenty registration bucks. Costs so much exactly, exactly. I bet you every. By the way, I went on uh, RunDisney.com today to sign up for Club Run Disney. You can't sign up for it anymore. It's closed. I almost, like, I was going to give in because I want to run the Disneyland race so bad, but you can't. It's. I'll, I'll find a way to get in. I got to get into that race. That's, That's all best. I'm thinking that, about. The 10K at Disneyland, as long as it doesn't change, is the best race course I've ever done in my life. I mean, there's nothing better than a Disneyland 10K. It's so I just want to go to Disneyland again, but I really want to run out there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to do the challenge. I want to do all of them, mm-hmm. but I just want to get out there. I mean, but I, I have I'm to just, run. I'm, I'm freaking running. out because it might be finals for Emily. And Emily's got to go out there. I mean, I'm not going to Disneyland without Emily. So we'll see. Yeah, you are. You Maybe go with be. your boy. Let's go. <laughs> you got to go. We got to go. Wade's going. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going. I don't know if he was or not, but he is now. He might be. He's going. By the way, Cowboys kicker missed another extra point. <laughs> You're kidding. You're kidding. Did that blocked. really happen? It got blocked. John, Jonathan's in the live chat. Oh, no. Jonathan, put on your jersey and go uh, start swinging the leg. <laughs> that, that, that poor guy. I know, man. He's got the yips. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's not like he's a bad kicker, you know. Like it just happens. You know? I know, man. As <laughs> a golfer, so you get the shakes. You know? I get I get nervous about that about the podcast. Like, well, you know, the, the good news about a podcast is like 
a lot of times I'll forget how to, how to start the podcast. Like I'll be like, cause we do, cause like what I do is I do the ad read at the beginning of the show. And then I do the beginning of the podcast. And a lot of times I'll forget like which one's which, and I'll be like, wait, that didn't sound right. So I have to go back and th- it's like the podcaster yips and I yeah. get them sometimes. Anyway, it's not good. All right. We have time for about one more call. 407-413-9395. Uh, what are your thoughts on the last splash? Do you think uh, you think this will affect Big Thunder Mountain, like the crowds? Do people stop going back there because, you know, you used to get two e tickets if you took the effort to go back there. Do you think people will, you know, say it's not worth it? Yeah, Big Thunder's I pretty think, popular. I think everyone's gonna go back there. Big Thunder is such a great coaster, um, and it's thunderier at night. Um, so true. yeah, I think people still go back because the thing is like, like Splash is down a lot, and like the weather really impacts Splash Mountain too. Like on a cold day, like. People might not want to do Splash Mountain, but they could still go over and do Big Thunder. So I don't think it's going to make any impact to Big Thunder. That's true. It's just going to make it busier, actually. I wonder, too, like how much, like the construction walls, you know, how much is it going to look like a construction zone? Because, you know, it's going to be hard to hide. It's such a big, tall, massive attraction. Like, what? how do they, you know, do they put a big scrim up or... You know, I'm sure there's going to be walls like at guest level, you know, for probably six feet and yeah. then maybe a scrim. I, but be the kind of outer interesting. part of it might not change that much. I think a lot of it's going to be in the inside and the audio, you know, so. That's true. That's a good that much. It, like Jeff said, here's one of those things I want to bring up, too, is that he mentioned that um, the Imagineers were like going through and doing audio tests like already. I don't understand that. Like if this ride's going to be down for like two years, like why, wh- what's the purpose of doing that? Like a day early, you know what I'm saying? Like chill out, like do it, start working on that tomorrow. You know, I, yeah. it just seems like that's so weird. Like, why would you be yeah. in there now? The audio has been, that's another reason why I haven't done it in a while. The audio has been so poor on that lately. Like you're just, you can't hear things. So like, I'm just, this is going to be a twofold. They're going to be, they're going to really spruce it up. They're going to get all the effects working and get the audio right. And then we're going to theme it to Tiana now do a frozen ever after it's going to be epic. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, and the kickers from Nebraska. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't say a word. Wait, I love you, brother. <laughs> These nails. Anyway. Okay. We have our last call today. I think it's Vero Mike. Mike, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, Scotty? How are you guys tonight? Doing great. Yeah, Thanks for calling in. This is like the mic awesome. show. We yeah, this, like all these mic this, this is my mic night. This is a mic check. One open two. mic. <laughs> right. There you go. Perfect. Microphone check. Yeah, check check. Yeah, we went. We actually went uh, this past week, uh, Friday and Saturday. We stayed at uh, Bay Lake and we did Splash for the last time. It was it was awesome just to go say goodbye and you know we're excited for the future. Of course, you know. See, here's the thing. I think most people are just like this, right? Like, there's. I think most people are just like. We have great memories of Splash Mountain. It was an awesome attraction. We loved it, but we also are excited for Tiana. You know, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just fine. Twitter's a weird thing, right? Because I didn't give up on Twitter because I have lots of friends. And, you know, um, that that's kind of how I met tons of people was, you know, through social. And I hate Facebook because... I have family and stuff on Facebook and I just, you know, you Facebook, hate your family. Okay, I no, I don't hate my family, but I'm just saying, like, I just don't <laughs> like, there's too much other stuff on Facebook, right? Like, you know, former teachers I used to teach with and all that, you know, it's just, it, it's a, it's a different dynamic. So I don't mess with Facebook, Twitter's, I, I follow a lot of news sources, so it's more news, but it's also, you know, these people are just like, it, it was felt like over the last couple of days, like, man, if you liked, if you like Splash Mountain, you're a bad person. And if you uh, you're excited yeah. for the new uh, 
you know, the, the new Tiana, then you're some kind of person. Like, I'm like, God, I kind of like both, you know, where do I, I fall? Both. Yeah. It's weird. There, there's been so many classic attractions that have been replaced in this, you know, so, you know, what are you going to do? You know, Horizons was my favorite. I actually, I was one of my favorites, like, you know, I mean. Hope you're breaking up just a little bit. It's all been replaced with good stuff, so you know we'll we'll be fine. Now I would say here I never got to do Horizons. I never did. I was there once when it was still around, and I just didn't do it. Like I guess a bunch of people at the time. But would you say space space is uh, (laughs) space two twenty mission space is better than Horizons? I guess it. No. Oh my God, no. (laughs) I mean, it's more. It's more of a thrill ride than Horizons was, but yeah, I would love to go Horizons back. is uh, Carousel Progress Part 2, you know? I mean, right. it, was, it was amazing. You know, it was it was incredible. But, you know, we got the videos on, you know, on YouTube to watch, so. I regret that. Yeah. So speaking of Horizons, but, not to go, like, off topic from here. like That's what we do. I, I had to warn myself, like, I was putting on my grumpy. I was, at, I was a grumpy old man this weekend a little bit. I, I admit it. The thing that got me the most was the name changes for the Epcot parking lot. Like, okay. Okay. Like, here we go. That well, was another thing on Twitter so, that people were like, losing their mind. I love discovery. I love create. I, I love imagination. Too. But like, but I love Moana and I love Wally. You know, like, I I had to like calm myself down. I'm like Scott, it's a parking lot. Right. Right. That's what I did too. <laughs> but I was so fired up at first because like it's like taking original Epcot away. You know, like it, it got me fired up, and then I was like, Scott, you just gotta stop. <laughs> Is what I told myself. Where. But I didn't mean to bring that up because I know that's another hot topic too. But like, no, it's a good idea though. Well, Michael, would you? Because you're, you know, you're a longtime Disney fan. What do you think of that change? Yeah, I, I actually just saw it for the for the first time watching. Uh, I was watching. I think it was Adam the Woo. He pointed it out, so I was like, oh, that's 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 weird. We we took the monorail, so we didn't really get to notice the uh, you know, yeah, the, the change. So I it, it kind of you know went went right past me. The funny thing is, like, the characters they picked, right? I mean, they could have picked Figment if they're looking for a character. You know, Figment's a a character that's in Epcot. No Figment representation. Is there a Wally attraction coming is what I want to know. Right. That was was kind of cryptic because that would make a good fit. Because they got the – what's the – Gamora or whatever from Guardians of Galaxy? They got got Rocket. You know, they got um, the – They have Moana and the the chicken. Everything else is like represented, I think, in Epcot except Wally. So, like, is Wally coming? That'd be sweet. I'd like a Wally. Yeah, that would attraction. be really cool. That would be cool. But, but you're right, though. It's I, funny, I hear Scott's last... argument, though. Like, okay, I'm sorry. It would, it, I hear Scott's argument, though, right? I mean, Epcot at its core is about imagination, creativity, discovery. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was talking about Horizons. It got me thinking about that. Yeah, it's like, oh, a good yeah, point. Science, like, and it shouldn't bother me. And you know what? I'm over it. It's fine. Like, I'm all about the future and, like, make changes good right but like i just feel like they just took out a piece of like original epcot a little bit and like it just kind of brought me down but I, i'm better now you know what it is though they probably surveyed some people and people are probably more likely to remember they parked a car in moana than create you know what I'm yeah. i mean to be honest i mean yeah you know the, the average person probably won't like make a connection with the word create or discovery because they're kind of almost like right. you know synonyms but, you know, like, oh, we're in Moana, you know, and then, you know, your kid sings the song and, okay, that's where our car is. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm still an old man about it. Me too. Get off my porch. Yeah. 
It's all good though. It's all good. It's a parking lot. It Epcot's is. parking lot is the best one out of all of them. I was going to say originally because of their names, but um, yeah. uh, it's still it's still the best parking lot. And the tram's back, I think. Epcot still needs a hotel out in front for sure. Yes. That would be great. You think we're yes. going to get that? That's We've been talking about that for five years. Is it going to happen? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be just great. Be like we also did the... Uh, you could just have your your own entrance. That like, would oh, be man, sweet. So good. Yeah, so I can see that. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we also did the first day of the uh, Festival of the Arts, which was absolutely incredible. So give, I, I need recommendations. I get a quick uh, hit a couple days there, in and out. The food booths are awesome. You know, just the vibe, all the great art, all the Star Wars art, you know. The, we didn't get a uh, figment popcorn bucket. I was kind of bummed. So they do sell out like every day? Like game. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was uh, it was a uh, virtual line. So I, I showed up there and they were already sold out. I was like, ah. Oh. I wonder if I'll get. So here's my question, because I'm going like on February 6th. I wonder if they'll still have uh-huh. them then. Probably not. I, I think they will. I think they will. Maybe they're like budgeting so many per day or something, I guess it sounds like. I think that's what it is. Hmm. I mean, and I'm not. That, that if I don't get one, I don't care. The Odyssey you know. building is incredible. Yeah. yeah, what they did in the Odyssey with the Figment character from the old ride and just the art in there is really, really cool. Yeah, and Ricky Ricky was excited for those uh, tables, the, uh, the uh, like, pin tables where you – I guess you could push your face against yeah, the Yeah, where you put your and... hand in where the old, uh, the old uh, playground in the uh, imagination yeah. was. Yeah, that was really cool. Our, see, I remember that from going through, uh, you know, back in the day. Mallory and Paige used to like those. Page especially. Yeah, we need to bring the rainbow tunnel back as well. That'd be pretty cool. Right. I saw somebody did something with that on on uh, like they, they recreated it on social media or something. It was really neat looking. Yeah. Yeah, we we saw that. That was really cool. But we got to meet all the vloggers. We met the trackers and Adam the Woo and all ears. That was really cool to see everybody in the park and to be able to like you know interact with all of them. You know, because you guys and you you and Scotty G are included. You guys are the new the new rock stars. You know. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, let me give yeah. my wife's phone number so you can tell her that. <laughs> no, it's true. You know, you got you guys are like you know everybody wants to meet all you guys. So that was that was really cool to do that and get pictures with everybody. So that was that was definitely the highlight of the festival to see all the the big vloggers there. You know, and the, well, that was a cool. lot of fun. No, I, I, I'm the same way. I remember the first time I met Matt Hotchberg and uh, Len Testa and Lou. Right. I was like all nervous. You know, I was like, oh man, there's Matt Hotchberg. I wonder if he'll see. We saw Adam the Woo and the Tim Tracker, and I I was so nervous. And my my son's like, oh, Adam the Woo. I was like, oh. So he was really cool. You know, they took pictures with us and everything. So that's cool. I love when people come up to me and like, they'll they'll sometimes recognize my wife, Elizabeth, and they're like, they don't know her name, though. They're always like, oh, you're Scott's wife. And it's just. Even at the mini golf, remember, Mike? Yeah. Like she put her on her name tag, like Scott's yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows what her name is. Yep. Poor Elizabeth. Yeah. Well, Mike. So, yeah. Uh, oh, one more thing. Yeah, well, go ahead. Uh, Splash Mountain, when we went the last time, it was 38 degrees and about 28 with the wind chill at, when we rope dropped. So that was that, that was pretty wild. That's uh, that's love right there. That's that's love that for an That was Saturday morning. I, I think I and, and the waterfall was still on. You know, when you get off, when you finish the ride, so we sat there and just got soaked. Okay, that okay that that's one thing that I hope they get rid of. I don't understand that. Right? There's, there's never ever been a reason for that waterfall on the right. 
at the end of the ride, right? The ride's over. Yeah. You've had your fun. Yep. You've gone down the hill. You've seen all the scenes, except for that last, you know, riverboat scene. What's the point? Like, I just sit there. You're like, you, it's if you're on the right side of the boat, you're like, you're just watching. You're inching your way up to that thing. You're like, oh, dude, it's coming. I love that thing. It's awesome. No, are we kidding? I hate that thing. You're going to get splashed <laughs> on for like, you know, 15 seconds until it goes and you get to go on. I'm like, oh, I hate that's so annoying. I hate but what if wet. in the new one it's wet, but then on the left side, there's a guy handing like beignets. So Okay, yeah, well, then right. I'm always sitting on the left. So I'm you like, always sorry. be on the left? Yeah, like, like I, have, I have some kind of, uh, you know, a problem with my body. I have to sit on the left every time. they're only handing it to the person on the right. They're like, excuse me, person on the left. This person deserves a beignet because they're sitting <laughs> on the right. <laughs> what if What if everybody got a beignet on the new I think ride? that's what I'm going to do the first time I ride the new one. I know you really shouldn't bring food on it. Actually, I, really <laughs> like, I like this idea. On. Yes, I like this just zoop. yeah yeah that <laughs> would be pretty cool if they, if they Sir, put a what uh, are you doing if they, <laughs> if they put a beignet stand and like a, like a cafe du monde style thing there for you know tiana's uh ride that would be that would be really awesome you know to have a breakfast option to do the beignets and coffee Pretty cool. Well, you know, the line's going to be insane for this for the first year or so, right? I mean, at least how the queue is right now. They put a beignet stand, you know, like right as you go in, kind of where that uh, like little kitty area was, you know, like the little playground slide. You put a little quick beignet stand there, kind of like a little Joffrey stand, sell beignets, and then you have to finish it off before you get on the ride. Dude, maybe in the middle of the queue. Yeah. Like with the outdoor area, you know, where there's like always a cast member there, like watching the switchbacks and sending you up the stairs. They just have a cart of beignets. Oh, dude. We, yep. If this doesn't happen, I'll be sad. Because <laughs> remember, like, I actually found this today. Ironically enough, today, like, in the pantry, because I told you, Mike, we were, like, cleaning the house and yeah. stuff. Remember when they used to give you the Ziploc bag? Yes, I have. Chrome? That's what like, I have my cords in for yeah. my uh, my computer stuff. Yeah, I found mine today. Maybe they would just give you a beignet in the Ziploc bag. Oh, for after the ride. Beignet, and then, yeah. But then they got to charge you. I mean, how are they going to make money on that? I okay. Guess. So. Okay. What time? Because now I got to go to the donut shop after the show. <laughs> nope, the no brainer. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, good stuff. Well, Mike, hey, thanks for the call. And uh, you take care. Okay. We'll hopefully talk to you next week. Yeah, guys. Oh, we're going to be doing my wife's doing the race in February. So maybe we'll see you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah come up and say, hey, we'd love to see you. Awesome. That'd be fun. I'm, gl- cool. I'm glad All there's right, no full marathon. All right. Take care, Mike. We'll talk to you later. All right, All right guys. Later. What? There's not a full marathon? No, thank God. Thank God. I'll be able to sleep between now and then. Um, one other thing I want to mention, Scott, I want to thank you again and Neil for the awesome uh, event that we put on over at uh, uh, Fantasia Gardens, the mini golf event during Marathon Weekend. Got to raise over $1,000 for Give Kids the World. Your company matched the funds that we raised as uh, is, is a is a running group and is a podcast group. So that was awesome of uh, your company, Jackson up there in Michigan. So we appreciate that so much, but I wanted to say you put out a great video. And so if people have not seen it, I retweeted it on my Twitter account. I'll do that again. I'll put it out again tonight as I'm kind of uh, wrapping up for the evening. So just uh, be our guest, Mike on uh, Twitter. I'll try to put out either tonight or tomorrow morning as well. But I just, it was great because it shows everybody kind of coming up to the first tee and you get to see a couple hole in ones. You get to, you know, it was really the good stuff. The award ceremony we had after some of the fun awards, but it, it was just a fun event had by all. And that's really what this is all about. You know, it's not about being de- decide, you know, divisive or, you know, this is the good stuff. This is getting together true friendships and just having fun. And that, I mean, that, that video just kind of showed all the fun we had. It was great.
Yeah, I appreciate it. That's what I was trying to do was just showcase it. And yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun putting it together. And like, I knew I wanted to do something. That's why I made sure I did the introduction for every person. Cause I wanted everyone that participated to be a part of like the final like video to like show others, like, you know, don't be afraid to come out to these meet, meet and greets, you know, it's a lot of fun. Like I know Joe put a great event on. Unfortunately, I missed it. I was taking the nap because the full marathon was the next day. That's uh, by the way, that Saturday is tough for me, right? Like, That's always a Saturday bad, before yeah. the full. And we like, always have to, a we always have a meet that day, like in the I afternoon. Know. It's always rough. It is. It's rough for time. me because like I want to take a nap. I know, I'm, I'm always nervous, like after the half <laughs> on Saturday, you know. So like I just it's, I struggle with that sometimes. But I know Joe did a great job there, and I'm already thinking of other ideas, like a like a winter Summerland, maybe even like a Splitsville. That could be kind of interesting like too, like to do yeah. a, like a bowling meet, like. There's so many ways we can do it. So hope to expand on that in the future. We just need to kind of brainstorm a little bit, but thanks for the shout out, Mike. I appreciate no, it's it. a great video. I've watched it a couple of times. Just good memories. Okay. So we are going to get out of here. And of course we'll do this again next Sunday night. So plan to join us seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central right here on Facebook and YouTube. We'll take your calls. We can talk about the news of the week. Who knows what will happen between here and there, but Roy's here to, you know, we can talk about mini trip reports. If you just got back, just like a lot of our listeners did. Or, you know, any breaking news, uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, don't forget, our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by themagicforless.com today. We'll help you from there. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who allow us to put these shows out many, many times every single week. We couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at be our guest, Mike. Just give me a follow in the same places. We'd love to talk to you this week. And uh, that's really about it. We'll have our shows Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This Monday show that's coming out here within the hour. If you're tuned in live, a little bit different show this week. We speak with a, a gentleman who is an educator out in Washington State. And he takes a group of 14 seniors to Disneyland from Seattle down to Disneyland for a week's trip to do grad nights. One of the nights was grad nights at DCA, but they also spent some time, um, you know, bouncing back and forth between the parks. We talk about traveling with 14 high school kids. Uh, it's really interesting because we got some Disneyland, the logistics of taking kids. Uh, you know, what grad night is like, because, you know, it's it's kind of evolved over the years, what it was like uh, that night, how they take care of the teachers. I thought that was pretty cool because, you know, these teachers have to stay there until two in the morning as well. They had a pretty sweet setup, too. So that's going to be an interesting show on Monday. Of course, Wednesday, listener questions. Friday, the plan is to talk about Coronado Springs. We're going to dive into that, you know, uh, old mis misconceptions, I think, that are gone nowadays and some that may still be around where to eat, best rooms, how the resorts changed since the Grand Casino Tower, stuff like that. So we'll talk about hopefully Coronado on Friday. That's the plan as of right now. All right, so we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your week. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. We always appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.